Hi everyone, I'm Mackenzie and I'm the gal. Hi everyone, I'm Eldon and I'm the gay. And this is our podcast, The Gal and Her Gay. That's me, the gay one. <laughs> We're going to be talking about all sorts of different things here, so stick around and enjoy the journey with us. We're figuring things out along the way, so you're welcome to advance for some crazy stories. Grab a drink and enjoy! Thanks, y'all! Hello, world! Hello, world! Ew, what is that? Are you okay? No. Hello. My cheeks really hurt. <laughs> We've already been laughing too much today. It's been a long day. Woo! You had a long morning, then we went out to Cactus Club. We had way too many drinky poos and foodie poos. Well, I only had two. I had a drink before, two drinks there, and now I have one currently going. Same. Four drinks today, Jesus. Yeah, you need to have some water and then wait a couple of minutes before you take another drive home. It'll be fine, I'll be fine, don't you worry about me. But I'm worrying about it. Because we're now we're like getting sleepy in a food coma. Because when we're together, we don't just like, oh yeah, let's do uh, focus on portion control today. No, we gorge. Yeah, we do gorge every single time. And with our friendship, I don't care if I fall asleep in front of you. Like if you're talking and you're boring, we don't fall asleep. Yeah, I'm like, hopefully you feel the same way. True. Yes, I do. I mean, I do that during movies all the time. Without fail, you always fall asleep during movies. Well, it's always, always. Like either movies like you've seen or I've seen. No, not even the new ones. Like what? I don't know. I mean, the last one I fell asleep was Cruella's because it was like 2 a.m. We, we had already started, started the movie like really late. It wasn't 2 a.m. It was like 11. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I go to bed at 11. I We're know, so me too. old. We are getting old. So in... Correlation with getting old. Why don't we talk about our past? The the good times. The good times. The the thrills of our younger days, if we will. The good old days. About being a hoe. So getting right to it. We're we were hoes. We were hoes. I mean Now we're boring. Now I'm very boring. I it's been a while mm. since I've been a hoe. We like to think that we're still kind of like in that life, but we're not. No. We're so far distant from it. We wouldn't survive nowadays. I mean... Or would we? I'm would currently we? in nowadays and I'm struggling, so no. But... The answer is no, I am not surviving. In comparison to being a hoe at 21 in 2021, as opposed to being a hoe in in the, tw- you know, whatever. Like the 2010s? Uh, that's the 15s to the 20 sure let's go with that yeah well i mean like i started being a hoe in like 2005 no that's when i graduated and maybe a couple years before that who knows well the hoe timeline is not set in stone so that's okay but because it's supposed to be ongoing for me yeah but when you get older your priorities change and you're not gonna just be a hoe for the sake of being a hoe like you're looking for someone to potentially spend your life with yeah, that's a very ongoing, troubling struggle. Which is frustrating when you don't find the person. Or you find the person and then they just don't. You know. Then you have to reminisce on your hoe's past. Sure. <laughs> Me? Okay, well, I had a very, like, online 
hoe experience and you had a very in-person. True. Very true. So we're going to compare. And that. contrast. And contrast. Compare notes. Because we were chatting. We were hoes. Chatting about this earlier. Not in full detail because we always try and keep some things to just talking about on the podcast so we keep it interesting and fresh for you guys. 100% authentic. <laughs> yeah, sure. Always. Continue. <laughs> You're making it sound like we're lying, but we we do save a lot of stuff to keep, talk about on the we podcast. We honestly don't talk until like Sunday night. We're like, what are we doing tomorrow? Yeah. And then we get here and then we're like, what are we talking about because today? Because if we talk before we record, we run out of everything that we want to talk about. Not that not that we can't find new things to talk about, but like... I'm finding Mackenzie's hair all over my house. Sorry. Stuck to me. Not sorry, because that's what you get when you got a hoe in your life. <laughs> yeah, you leave little trails, little, little memories behind. Yes, but if you're a hoe, you can't do that. Do you ever I recall, mean, I know our experiences were different, but my experience with being a hoe was you never stayed the night, you never left anything behind, and if you did, you made a super big mistake and you were never going back for that item. No, Whatever you, it was, it was dead to you. Yeah. And half the time, I would never even give my real name. That was just my experience. Um, no, because honestly, probably like... 80% of my hookups, I've stayed the night. Ugh, no, that was my hard and fast rule. If Never I didn't like you, then over. I wouldn't stay o- sleep over. In Toronto, I didn't sleep over. Yeah. In Alberta, is because I was, like, driving pretty far sometimes. So I'd be like, ah, oh, like, it's getting pretty late. Like, it's, like, yeah. going to be another hour drive for me home. Can I just sleep? I know my younger friend that I have who's going through a little bit of her own hoe phase right now. Which is fine because everyone does, and I it's, totally it's advocate for advocate advocate. I'm an advocate for being a hoe in a younger age. I think you should get life experience, and you shouldn't just settle for one person. You need to figure. Until out, we have kids, no sex. And you need to figure out what you like and don't like about being in a sexual intimate relationship, and not one person is going to always be the one person to give you all of those things. So. You have to go kiss some toads to find a less of a toad. True. Yeah, because there's no princes out there. Sorry. No, men are trash. This is not Blair Waldorf's little prince moment. But even then, he was a trash guy, I haven't too. got to that season yet. Okay, I'm not going to indulge I'm in only that. on season two. I'm finally watching Gossip Girl from the beginning for the first time. And those girls were hoes. At 15. I mean... She had a bit of a home moment herself when she was 15, too. Well, mine started when I was 16. I mean, I already regaled the crowd of tales of my virginity. virginity. So let's keep on going. Who's next? Who's next? Larry the third? Second? <laughs> Larry Lasagna numero three. No, just kidding. Um, we have black books. We do have black books, but if y'all are going to stick around and see how many people's names we're gonna list we're not so if that's what you're interested in you best not they all rhyme with larry they do barry so our our code names for people that we know through each other but we will not name on live air would be Susie spaghetti can and larry lasagna so if you're getting confused if we keep mentioning larry or Susie, they're code names 
They mean many people. They mean a multitude of people, but we just feel it best not to mention actual names so people don't at us for talking about them on a podcast that you love. I know for a fact none of my past encounters listen to this. I have no idea if any of mine do. Maybe like one. I don't know. I think there might be a couple because they like our Instagram stuff. Are we famous? No, but they're just stalkers, so. That's true. They're like, hey, what are you up to? And they're like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Yeah. You have a podcast now with a gay guy? Trash. I know I did get a message and they're like, love the title. And I was like, why? Because I do. I'm like, "Mm." okay, thank you. Well, thanks. I haven't talked to you for 10 years, but like, that's fine. Thanks. Yeah. For sure in that. Larry. Larry, Mr. Lasagna. So, okay. so I was a hoe online. You were a hoe not online. So what was your process like of becoming a hoe? Becoming a hoe? Yeah. Well, it started when I lost my V-card because after everyone in my school found out that I skipped school to go hook up with Larry Lasagna... Um, and came back to do the final exam and he like turned around mid exam to tell my first high school boyfriend about it. Everyone knew about it. So I think my hoe experience started then. Cause all the boys are like, Oh man, Kenzie gives it up. Well, but prior to that happening, and I think this is why it was such a shock was like, I had never been that like we PDA was not my thing, especially with my very first high school boyfriend. I was like, I don't like really doing anything aside from holding their hand. And I know a lot of people would like ask me if we had hooked up or done like, you know, sexual intimacies. And I just didn't feel. What base are you at? Yeah, exactly. uh, We're at home plate when we're holding hands. And I'm like, no one needs to know about this, which now as an adult, I 100% advocate for that woman. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we also talk about it on live air. Um, But no, I just lost all fucks. I was like, nope, don't care anymore. You want to talk about me? You want to say all this stuff? I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. I didn't see that whole issue with having the endorphins from having lost your virginity to someone who wasn't your husband. Or, you know, the thing that the Catholic school preached onto us so hard. So I was like, no, if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. And, you know, recently, I think I told you about this story. I went back home this summer, mm-hmm. and I had run into a couple of old flames. Suitors. Suitors, if you will, um, over the course of the summer that I was there. And Anyways, I remember being at a housewarming party for a cousin of mine, and one of these suitors was there. And we were all kind of having some drinks and enjoying, and one of my other cousin's girlfriends didn't really know about us in high school because they started dating in university, so... Oh, so he's currently dating this other chick that's also at the party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Or, wait, no, I think we got that confused. No, my cousin's girlfriend was talking to me about oh. my tales of university. Oh, okay. I'm caught up, yeah. And then my suitor joined into our conversation, and he was just like, what are you guys chatting about? And I was like, oh, just talking about high school. And he's like, oh, yeah, well... I remember you in high school, Mackenzie, and I was like, yeah, I bet you do, Larry. Larry. (laughs) And he was just like, well, yeah, it was a good time. And my cousin's girlfriend was standing there so confused. She's like, I don't understand. Like, what are you guys talking? Like, what is this sexual tension? 
And then he like burst out while well, we fucked in the back of my Jeep. And then oh, she's this is like, Jeep boy. Jeep boy. And then she's just like killing herself laughing. And then we realized at this point that everybody at the party had turned to us and was the just like. The music stopped. And like yeah, the record player was like. like yeah. And everyone's like, oh yeah, we forgot about that. Thanks for regaling us of your tales of sexuality, you guys. I'm like, yeah. You're like, we were 16. That was like 10 years ago almost. I'm pretty sure I took that guy's V card, but. Oh, you little scandal. So that's where the whole began. That's the one thing I've never done, obviously, is take someone's virginity. I don't know. I don't know. I did not know that at the time. I didn't find that out until like four years later when I was at another party with a friend of his. So good on him then. And he was chatting to me. you're a very good teacher. I guess I'm a good teacher. And we were chatting and he's like, well, you know, you took so-and-so's V card, right? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, that's. Like, you were his first. And I'm like, no, really? So I didn't find that out until like four years later. So that was interesting. But that's kind of where my whole mentality started. So when I was in high school, it was very different than when I was in college. Because high school, you just went to school with people. And like, if you had an attraction for someone or if you met them at a party, you were just kind of like, well, I don't care. You don't care. I'm not looking for a boyfriend. I'm not looking for a girlfriend. We're young. I'm just trying to figure out what I like. Yeah. The end. But then when I got into college, it was a little different because your classes are different. You're not surrounded by these people all day long. So you could potentially run into them at a party. You could go to a class with them. You could see them in the school, but you you may not. Yeah, it could just be a fun Saturday night and you'll never see the person ever again. Exactly. Even though you're like 30 feet away, so there crossing was a, paths. There was a couple of good friends. Actually, my very first really known gay best friend I didn't if I had any gay friends in high school I wasn't aware that they were gay but my first gay I'm not your only one no my first gay friend in college he had this house on third street and he lived with a bunch of other guys who were all straight for what we knew but anyway maybe some of them were closeted but Tea. For the most part, they were all straight. You need to get him on the pod. Sure. And, um, yeah, I'd go there all the time and hang out with him and my one other girlfriend. And we'd have parties at his house. And then we'd mingle with the straight guys that lived in the house. And they'd bring their friends and their girlfriends and stuff. Yeah. So that was one way I met a lot of male suitors as well. Uh, because before I was of age, I couldn't get into the bar. I so got into the parties. bar, but house parties was the way to go. If I snuck into the bar, I was okay. And I did know one of the photographers, because I went to school for photography, at one of the big bars in my college town. So he would usually sneak me in as like a photography assistant. And Ooh. then I'd just go and drink. But um, if he wasn't working, then I couldn't go to the bar. Because I didn't have my... Like, you had to be 19, and I was still 18 when I was in college, so... That's the one thing that I hate about, like, the rest of uh, Canada, where there's 19 is the legal limit, like... Yeah. Yeah, in Ontario, it was not fun. So, until I got to be of legal age, it was, like, house parties or through school that I met people. And not that I met a lot of people, it was just... Would you make the first move, or would you, like, let the guy come up to you and be like, hey, what's up, sugar mama? No, I was usually the pushy one. I'm still the pushy one. If I want it, I'm going to get You're it. You're the boss. I am. I like it. I want it. Yeah. 
actually, though. Dick. I think it also has to go with good chat, though. Because a lot oh, of the guys 100%. that I ended up... It helps with the chemistry. Exactly. A lot of the guys that I ended up being with were guys that I could have quick bant with. Like, banter. And so that kind of rolls off the tongue. So, yeah, I definitely like being a little bit more... Well, especially dumb. for, like, the first time, like, <laughs> being with someone. It helps, like, being comfortable and, like, less awkward. Because I've definitely had a few of those where, like... One person's like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, stop fucking asking. True. And then when they don't ask and you're like, I'm not okay. Yeah. But I think it also depends on the person because I was very much in the mindset when I was in those ages of like, well, I lost my virginity at 15. Between 15 and 20, I was very much like, I'm taking care of myself. This is for me. I don't need you. I don't want a boyfriend. I'm not looking for someone to take care of me. I don't want to have someone making sure I'm okay. Like, I'll figure it out on my own. So I think that's where that, like, dominance or, like, bossiness comes in. Because I didn't yeah. need to have somebody to take care of me. Like, they had always portrayed... I'm innocent little delicate flower. Yeah, always portrayed in our Catholic school growing up. So that was kind of my experience to begin. But, yeah. T. T, T, T. Are you usually the first person to, like, message somebody online then? So, like, what what apps do you use? I know you've used Tinder. I know you've used Bumble. Hinge is another one, too, isn't it? I met one guy off Hinge, but I that's, and I deleted it after because I don't like it. Um, but majority of my hookups did come from Grindr. Right. Oh, yeah, that too. I've had a few from Tinder. But when I was underage... <clears throat> Excuse me, moi. Now I'm getting nervous. <laughs> um, when I was underage, I did disclose that I was underage after I was talking to people. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'm 18 and then go to these people's houses. Yeah. I just like, just, you know, like, I'm 16, 17 years old, whatever it was. Yeah. Like, and then everyone would be like, oh, okay, either block me or like, like, okay, that's fine if you're comfortable with that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but no, like... I would message some people first, but I can't recall if, like, I ever initiated a conversation that led to us meeting. So you're more of a sub. Kind of. I mean, like, if I'm in someone else's space, like, I don't want to, I don't like being dominant because I'm just like, oh, like, this isn't my space. Like, if anyone's in my home, I'm just like, bedroom, couch, like, what do you want? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I'm just like, "Mm, guide me around, like, show me a good time, like... True. I don't know. Because most of these people are only one and done. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Thank you, Nick. Show me a good night. Like, I don't want to be making all the decisions. Give me your audition, please. Yeah. Where's I'm the music for, for the audition? I'll add that in here. But What audition? Audition music. Do you remember in a Cinderella story when they're doing that outside of the school and Chad Michael Murray's friends are like auditioning for girls to take him to the dance i remember that anyways i'm gonna add in that music and it's like basically like show tunes music it's like (laughs) come up contestant number one yeah i can't oh i got you i got you um but yeah i mean i did message a few people but i can't recall off my list of who i've met i've definitely like there's this one guy from calgary when i was living here before who i'm pretty sure i messaged first and then i was also out that night and then like I was with my roommate, and then I, like, picked him up downtown, and we were, like, I was DDing, and he was, like, wasted. Oh, God. And I was just like, I'll never do that again after that. But then I did see him a second time, and I was like, yep, yeah, definitely never doing that again. 
Because I was like, oh, he was super drunk. Maybe that was why it was bad. No, he was just not good at sex. Ugh. But now he's been in a relationship, so good for him. And you you have slept over at people's houses. Many times. Uh, see, that's that's like my number one rule. Do not, not that I'm in that state of... Oh, see, like, I know how to anymore, pack, like, a little hoe bag. Well, I used to do that, that's too, discreet. in case. It doesn't look like I'm planning to sleep over. But you always bring undies. You always bring, like, a little toothbrush and a little toothpaste, a little deodorant. little dry shampoo, a little lipstick. Oh, no, you don't bring that shit. Hopefully they, they're they not, like, disgusting, like, straight men where there's just, like, one bottle of uh, Old Spice. Well, that's nice. But, yeah, see, I'm going for the straight man, so typically, yeah, yeah. there's the bottle of Old well, Spice. Well, no, sometimes some gays are not it. True, true. You're like, sweetie, have you heard of a body wash? No, that was my number one rule. When I got to be a certain age, of course, I had my own apartment at 17. And my rule, regardless of the fact that I lived by myself for a majority of that time when I had that apartment, I did later get a roommate. And then later after, well, before that, I had a friend sleeping on my couch for a while because his living situation didn't work. And then a roommate. But before that, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. And my rule was that my house is my house. I do not want a stranger in my house. If I wake up and there's someone else here that is not supposed to be here, that is not okay with me. I like to do not weird stuff, but like I like to feel comfortable in my space. Well, so, especially if it's a stranger. Especially if it's a stranger that you met at some fucking college party. Like, no thanks. You can come back. We can have some fun. And then you can go. And but you got to go. You ain't staying over. You paying over. for your own Uber, too. And I do recall one time this gentleman had come over. I think we actually had fallen asleep on my couch. I don't even know if we had any sort of like... Coitus. Yes, coitus. Sexual intimacies. But he had woke up in the morning and had a shower in my shower. And when I woke up, there was someone in my shower. And I was not okay with that. I started freaking out. And I was like, nope. This is not happening. You're not my boyfriend. You're not my brother. You're not my best friend. You're not my mom. Well, especially without asking, too. Like, Like you're using my expensive shampoo. Yeah, bitch. Bro? Like, no. Sorry. I I don't want your fucking little... And again, we didn't have sexual intimacies, but like... Men leave little fucking hairs on your bars of soap. I didn't want that. And I know I didn't have bars of soap, but like... You don't like little pubes on your soap, but like girls leave their fucking long ass hair. True, true. And I'm not saying that <laughs> that I'm we perfect. We all shed hair, people. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but in, that was where my mind immediately went. Was like, no, pubes on my soap. Don't touch my my fucking clean soap. It's a virgin soap. Don't touch it with your puby hair. <laughs> that was where my mind went. So I was like, no. And my younger friend that I have right now, who's going through her foot. Fu- whole phase i said to her i was like do not let them stay at your house this is your sanction this is your safe space you shouldn't have to feel like you are you know having someone come into your space and take over your space especially after having something as intimate as sexual intercourse you don't have to feel like they have to stay the night like they don't you can just leave it for what it is like yeah, it was fun. It was a good Just night. Just be a fucking hoe. And then kick them out. Like, that's your space for where you get comfortable. Because, like, what if you want to take your makeup off? Like, and you're getting judged from somebody waking up the next morning and you don't look the same as you did the night before. Like, okay, whatever. That's part of being in a relationship where you open up the doors and let them in a little bit more. But if you're 
still figuring out wh- mm-hmm. who they are and what they're about. I don't want to have to take my makeup off in front of you. It's not even about See, makeup. See, that's the one thing but... I'm very thankful for for being a boy is, like, not getting ready, like, makeup-wise to have sex. Like, I couldn't imagine. And, like, what if it's, like, really good, hot, sweaty, like, crazy sex, and you didn't put, like, a fucking setting spray on? And what if you, like, melt off a little? Oh, some of the guys Mascara, that are... Mascara, you forgot to put your waterproof on? Choking on that D? Oh, my God. Raccoon eyes everywhere? Like... Some guys are into that. And I can tell you this. My experience with makeup and sex is that if it's really good, they ain't going to fucking care what you look like. That's the thing. Why put makeup on? They're not looking at your face. (laughs) Well. But that being said. Flip it over and reverse it. (laughs) Yes. There are men that I've seen with lots of makeup on too, though. Not that I've had sexual intercourse with, but I have seen a lot of. True. Gentlemen that do like to wear some foundation and some mascara, which is teach their own, but that can still get messy as well. Yeah, I don't do it. No, and that's fine because you've got a nice face. So, fucking. I've been trying really hard to drink lots of water, so I really get skin. Bullshit! That doesn't always work for everyone. (laughs) I know that's why, and I'm like, I was also gonna say, I'm trying to like quit on drinking. (laughs) I I only drink with you. That's too bad. So sorry for your liver. It's fine. I only had four drinks today. It's fine. No, but I always did carry like a go bag so I can understand sleeping over, but I never actually slept over. That was my rule. And if I went to their house, it was like, okay, I would like get up and get dressed. I'd be like the shitty guy in the movie where the girl's like, wait, aren't you going to stay? And I'd be like, no, no, (laughs) this was so nice. I'll never be I did have again. a guy ask me that once. He's like, you're leaving? And I'm like, yeah, I don't live here. He's like, yeah, but you can stay. And I was like, I don't want to. He's like, well, why? Because I don't want to sleep in your bed. I would rather go home and sleep in my bed. And he's just like, but my bed's really comfy. I'm like, I know. We just did the nasty on it. But like, That's, I'm going to go home now. Thank like, you. I want to go to clean sheets. Thank you. And I'm going to have a shower. And I'm going to take off my face. And I'm going to get these six-inch high heels off my freaking feet. Oh, six-inch heels. No, I'm just being dramatic. But no, like, I want to sing that Beyonce song. Six-inch heels. Okay, stop. She worked for the money. True. No. <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, now to be an actual hoe to get paid. Would I? I don't know. You, I was like transitioning. Have Trevor you mentioned to me the other day, okay, babe, you can be a stripper. I'm okay with it. Out of nowhere, he just said that. And I was like, uh, okay, well, thank you for that career advice. <laughs> I don't think that's quite the venue I'm going for. But like, if I need something, sure, maybe. He's like, if you want to. You can. And I'm like, like, are are you you watching videos of people making lots of money being strippers? He's like, no. And I'm thinking. I'm not at all watching any stripper TikToks. And I'm thinking that the TikToks where the strippers are literally counting counting their friggin' money. They're ironing their ones. Piles and piles of money on the floor. It takes them two hours after their show to fucking count all their ones. Count out their money. And then they're like, wow, I made $5,000 tonight. Holy shit. Right? It does make me want to be a stripper, but... And it was like a Tuesday night or something. Like, yeah. something stupid like slow. that. It was a really slow night. Probably didn't make a lot. I'm going home tonight with $4,700. Thanks, <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Cherry Valentine. 
<laughs> I don't know. I've never been to the Ripper, so I can't really. Shut up! You've never been to the Rippers? No, I just, I don't know. I feel very uncomfortable going. Why? Everyone likes a good titty. Yeah, but like, I want to be up on stage. <laughs> I right. want to be Jessica. That's fair. Why don't we... Look at me! I'm Jessica! Oh wait, no, what's the... It's me! Jessica! <laughs> I love hot chicks. Um, I love the strippers. You did say that. And I am I am a full straight woman. I love I I love dating men, but I can appreciate the female form. And I think it's because I do not have titties. I like looking at titties, but that's just me. I mean, I can appreciate a titty. I just don't want them in and around on me. Why? They're so soft. Are they? I don't know. Can I touch you? No, because I don't got any. Oh, yeah, ribs. I'm just looking at people. Oh, ribs. Wow, that's so nice. I love you. My girlfriend is in the middle of breastfeeding, and we've talked about her going from the same size bust to me, as me, per me, to her being breastfeeding. And it's just like, she's always engorged. She's got really great looking boobs now, but it's because she's breastfeeding. So I love when we went from being a hoe sleeping over now to breastfeeding. How did that transition over? I was talking about titties, but we can go back to talking about being a hoe. I feel like as you get older, the priorities for what you're looking for in a man start to kind of like dwindle down very much yeah. so. So that like when you're 18 being a hoe is very different than when you're 22 being a hoe. And I know it's not a lot of years in between, but it's still enough to be like, now I'm looking for a guy who's not still, you know, living in his parents' basement. Yeah. Or not that that's a bad thing, but, you know, maybe you're looking for someone who's a little more established or they're saving up money. At least they have a plan in place and you're not just like, we're hooking up just because we're hooking up. Yeah. The thing that always peeved me, I don't know if this ever happened to you, probably, no bed sheets. That's never happened to me. Fucking hate that. And it's happened to me a couple of times and I get there and I'm like, no, I gotta go. Like, he's like, oh, they're dirty from like this morning or something. Like, No, if there's no bed sheets, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, her pass. I don't care how old I am. I'm not sleeping over. I already knew that. But like, even to like, you know, do the condoling. No. Who else has done it on here? You got no bed yeah. sheets on this? Not even a mattress protector? Nope, nothing. Honey, Just bare the fluids mattress. on there? No, no, no. No thanks. But I mean, there has been times where I've gotten really drunk and I've just like started making out with somebody and it's been in a weird See, spot. See, I've only ever like made out with someone in a bar once in my life. Ugh. And that was a good birthday. Good bar makeout's always a good time. No, this was not that good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so it's for my 19th, 20th birthday? Before we started hanging out. Okay. So this is when I was still in my first house. I invited all my cellar people. There was like 15 of us all sleeping in my house. Oh my God. So everyone bought air mattresses. There was, so it was like a little teeny like homeless village in my house. And I went to this one bar that like got limo service. So we had to get picked up at 930 to go to this one bar and everyone's like 9 30 so easy or so early i was like yes it's really early but it's free transportation for 15 people to get downtown and we're in a limo and then there was free 
uh, blueberry vodka in the limo. No way. Yeah, and I spilt it all over myself because I was filling up a solo cup and we had a bump and I dropped the bottle in my solo cup and it splashed all over me. So I smelled like blueberries all night. Of course you did. And so we went to this one bar, left after we got there because it was like dead, obviously. It was 9.30. And there was just so happened to be a hot mess event. Mm. So hot mess is like a gay party that's hosted at like local bars that like support lgbt um so it was at national on 8th and i was like oh my god let's go so we went and then i was extremely wasted and this guy was like hitting on me everyone at the end of the night were like was like trying to like apparently save me from him but i ended up saving myself he was, like, a little bit older. I think he was, like, in his 30s. I don't quite remember. But then my one friend tapped me on the shoulder. She was like, hey, like, are you doing okay? We're going to grab another drink. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing fine. And then I was just like, leave me alone. I'm with this dude. And we went back to making out. And then he's like, hey, do you want to come back home with me? And I was like, oh, well, I do have, like, a household of friends. Like, thanks for asking. He was like, oh, no, no. Like, my husband thinks you're really cute. He wants you to come home with us. I was like, sorry, your husband? He's like... Yeah, and I literally didn't say anything. I just, like, turned away and just, like, disappeared into the crowd. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm no thank you. I don't want to be taken home to your husband. I was like, oh, my God. So that was, like, my only making out in a bar story. Little plaything you are. Yeah, I was, like, the little young twink for these older men. That's I mean, like, he was fun. a ginger, and I love, like, a ginger. But, like, if I was a true hoe, I would have went home. Maybe with him. But I was scared. I also don't do, like, couples. I had not a similar circumstance. I've had some interesting things happen, but I don't know. I can't quite put them all into fruition because I think some people may potentially listen to this, so I don't want to exactly dive into it, of, like, the details of exact... We'll situations. give very, dro- like, broad, general statements. Well, as I got older, as an example, well, like, when I moved to Calgary, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. So, like, talking about college, whatever, I either met somebody through a friend, we did drugs together, we did, like, you know, certain things like that. House yeah. party, school, what have you. We, we kind of had that sort of thing. There was this one particular night that I had hooked up with a guy in college, and... We hadn't hooked up right yet, but, like, we had been friends for a bit. I actually hooked up with his roommate, T, and um, I went out one night with my friend, and she was like, okay, I'm just going to go meet up with somebody so-and-so. Like, are you going to be cool to hang out by yourself for a little bit? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Being independent, yada, yada, yada. Go to the bar. I run into Buddy's roommate. And I was like, hey, like, you used to live with so-and-so. And And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're still roommates. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, how's it going? Because it was, like, my one-and-done kind of roommate that I had hooked up with. Like, I obviously don't talk to his roommate. We hooked up one night because we were both drunk and, like, you know, had some sexual chemistry. And then that was it. Uh, And you met this roommate that night, too? No, no, this was a completely different time. But I had seen him through mutual friends because he's friends with my girlfriend that I had went to the bar with. Oh, yeah. So when we were standing at the bar and I was just having a drink by myself, he he was there and I called him out and I was like, hey, I think I know you. And he's like, yeah, 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 you talked out with my roommate. And I was like, yeah, I did. And he's just like, 
oh cool well like what are you doing now and I'm like well nothing actually like my friend left and I'm just hanging out by myself for a while and he's like well you want to get drunk and I was like yeah and it was like such a good night it was like probably one of my favorite nights in college I don't really remember it but it felt like one of those <laughs> shitty it was clubs. so good but it's all blur it was probably really disgusting and if people were watching it from the outside they would have been like these fucking kids but oh my god were you like sloppy making out like so oh, wow, sloppy wow, wow. We had kept doing shots. We did flights of stuff. We did shots off of a hockey stick. And then it started pissing rain. We were jumping from bar to bar. And he was, like, giving me piggyback rides. And then we ended up in some stairwell to go. Your life is a rom-com. Stairwell to go upstairs to this patio, even though it was pissing rain. He's like, I've been here once before. Like, let's go. So we went. And then we ended up kissing in the stairwell. And it was pouring rain. And it was real hot. And I was like, oh, my God. This is, like... I can't believe this moment is actually happening. And then we, like, went back downstairs because they closed the patio upstairs. They wouldn't let us in because it was raining, of course. And then we ran back to campus. Like, this is the other thing that always kind of blew my mind being in that whole mentality is that you're literally invincible. You do not need a car. You can run, walk, do anything. I ran so many places drunk. And you're like, I'm going to get that D. I'm running. Oh, I, I never ran to a D. Okay, well, I did a couple times. But I also ran home to make sure that no one knew I was going to get the D. So, the end. Why are you red and flushed? Oh, I just came home from a run. Oh, just went for a quick middle-of-the-night stroll while it was pissing rain. Um, <laughs> I didn't have anybody to I got to lost. I didn't have anybody to wait on me when I had my own apartment, of course. And that's when this happened, but... Yeah, we went back to residence and we hooked up in his room, which was the same residence floor that his roommate was on and good stuff. They called me Ghost Girl. You just disappeared in the night? Yeah. I don't know if it was because I well, was cause pale. Well, because you're so white, yeah. I don't know if it was because I was pale or if it was because I literally ghosted all of them afterwards. I'm going to say both. Probably. So. It makes and that sense. was that, but up. that was a pretty fun time and I was like, wow. Forgot all about this. Wow, I love that story. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. I think he's married now. Probably. Good for him. Good for him. And then when I moved to Calgary, of course, I didn't know anybody here either. So I had to figure out how to meet people. And I did hang out with a really good friend from work. And she had brought me home to her house one night for a gala. And she had said to me, like, I have a roommate who lives in the basement. And, yeah. Don't hook up with him. Don't do it. Do not. He'll ruin your life. Whatever you do. I don't care. Just don't. And, of course, you could cut the sexual tension with a knife. And, yeah. There you go. Anyway, love a good gala. Hookup story. Yeah, it was a good night. We had, she texted me and was like, middle of the day. I don't know if she was working that day or not because we worked in the same store and she's just like, do you have a fancy dress? And I was like, I literally moved here with one suitcase on a Greyhound bus, bitch. No, I don't have a fancy fucking dress. I barely brought one pair of high heel shoes. Yeah. I love fashion and I love clothes, but like I couldn't bring all of my stuff with me. So it was like time and going back and forth between Ontario and Calgary for a little while for me to get all of my collection of stuff. So I, of course, had to buy something, but... Yeah, it was a good night. It was really cool. But that was one way I met people, was through having friends at work. And then 
we used to go out all the time too so we would go to bars and stuff and i know there was a couple of guys that i had met and even standing at the bar like if somebody looked at me i my go-to move of course i don't do this now because i'm with trevor but like Mm -hmm. when i was at the bar if someone was looking at me and i was looking at them i would usually make the first move of being like oh this is reminding me of a story to tell after we'll tell oh are you done yeah go Okay, so you know how you were asking earlier about, like, me being dominant in the situation? Yeah. So, we love a good Billy Bob story in Bellinis, right? In Red Deer. Yeah. So, it was, like, a friend that I've had before I was talking to. And then we were at a Salt and Peppa concert. Um, you went to a Salt and Peppa concert? Yeah, Westerner Days in Red Deer. Salt and pepper. Like actually went the OG salt and pepper. Shut the fuck up! You're lying. No, it was so good. How is good. this the first time I've ever heard you say this? Oh, I definitely feel Alden, like I, told I this. love salt and pepper. Okay, well, this was many moons ago, so I can't bring you. Oh my god! It was a good concert, and we got wasted. We were gonna do like a party bus, but then we never ended up doing it. Anyway, so this guy was doing the lights. He, like, works for, like, concerts and stuff. He does, like, he's an electrician, so he does, like, lights and stuff. Anyway, I was like, oh, we're staying at, like, the Sheridan Hotel, and we're going to Bellini's after this. And he's just like, oh, I'm staying there, too. I was like, oh, Larry, like, (laughs) come out to the bar with us. So when he was done at, like, one, and he, like, came out, and by the time he got there, we were, like, beyond. I was, like, beyond drunk i don't think i've been that drunk ever and then i was just like do you want to go back to your room mm. like literally straight up and he's just like because we were like being like flirty old before but we've always been like super like friendly yeah and then i was like let's go to your room and he's like what i was like let's go he's like okay so we went and then he's just like are you sure and i was like why am i here then <laughs> i like really pressured him into it and now looking back i was like i feel so awful i did that but who cares? You got a good night out of it. Yeah. And I slept over that night, too. Ooh. Well, it was also because everyone, like, we all had, like, four people do a hotel room. I don't think we all ended up staying where we were supposed to stay. Like, right. random people, like, slept over. Like, not hookups, but, like, just, like, different friends that we met that were like, hey, you have a hotel? Can I stay? And then, like, people, like, just fucked off. I got a whole story with a hotel. Yeah. Anyway, the shower was really nice. The shower together was really nice. Oh, you showered together too. A little spa moment. I recall. I can still recall. (laughs) My last summer. There was a summer that I hooked up with a couple different gentleman callers with my one friend. And we would go on these hoe adventures together. And... We ended up one one night in the hotel of the Dinos basketball team. All of them? Yep. <laughs> you hooked up with all of them? Not all of them. We're not that big of a hole. We were at Knoxville's, which is just downstairs. And she and I were out on the hunt for, you know, dudes. As one does when they're young well, and single. Plus, they're like, we love a good tall dude, too. These, this group of guys came in. We were having some drinks. She's not huge into country music. I like a good country music moment, but I'm not about it every single night, especially if you're going out. Exactly. So we went to Knoxville's and 
we like both turned to the side and noticed like this huge group of guys come in and they were all so tall and we love a tall guy. There's just like drool hanging out your mouth. Literally. And she and I both had the same like Tom and Jerry look at each other like oh How my many God. are we getting tonight? What are we doing? The, there's gonna be trolls. There's gonna be trouble right now. Basically it was like scatter. Find the first one you can talk to. Get it. <laughs> yeah. In the stall downstairs. Go. So uh, she and I dispersed. We both ended up chatting with somebody. And then we found two friends. And so then both of us ended up together again. And we were talking to these two friends from the team. And they were like, well, we're only here for a short period of time. Would you guys want to come back to our hotel party? And we were like, oh, hotel party. That sounds so bougie. I was not realizing that they're from the dinos. Like the basketball team, and so we asked, and they were like, "Well, we're play, we play basketball." We said, "Well, what kind of basketball? Like, why are you here? Like, that's random. How old are you?" Kind of thing. And they're like, "Well, we play for the Dinos." We were like, "Shit!" We literally just looked at each other. And we we're like, "Game over." Yeah, we'll come back to the hotel <laughs> with you. <laughs> I just came. <laughs> so we went to the hotel. We were with them. And um, she went down to her, like, she went back down to her hallway with her gentleman caller. I went down my hallway with my gentleman caller. And then she had kept calling me when she was finished because she was just like, okay, Mackenzie, we're going to leave. And I was like, no shit, we're not staying in a hotel. That's number one rule. But we had to find each other through the hotel. And it was kind of a maze. I just remember calling her name down the hallway. And then I just started knocking on people's doors. Her name. Yes, Susie Spaghetti, where are you? And uh, we finally met up, and then we were waiting for an Uber downstairs. I didn't realize what time it was. Well, the sun was up. Yeah, and the basketball team was getting ready to leave because they had to leave to go to their next spot. So we we're sitting in the hotel lobby, looking like trash because we had just like hooked a couple up with walk of shamers. Walk of shamers, hairs a mess. Just hooked up with two of these guys. Obviously, they had already told all of their friends, and they're filing out of the friggin' hotel lobby, passing by us, being like, hey, 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 as they're getting into their bus to go to their next destination. Iconic. That is a definition of a how. And then we went back to my house, and I think her sister didn't realize what we were doing that night. I think she just thought we were going to go get drunk and then stay at my house, not end up at a hotel and then go back to my place. No, we never stay at the hotel. We just stay all night and not sleep. And then so we finally made it back to my house, slept for a couple hours, and then her sister came and picked her up. And yeah, it was it was funny. It was really funny. I just, I'll never forget it because honestly, we're sitting on this bench, this one bench in the vestibule of the lobby, like literally ready to go. But we couldn't stand outside because it was a little chilly. Of course, we're wearing hoe dresses, six inch high heels, makeup's coming down our face because, yeah, we didn't bring a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're like, morning, McKenzie. Oh, morning, morning, McKenzie. Oh, oh. It's like, I know what you did. I don't even really remember. I remember his name. I just remember his name. Larry, tall. of course. <laughs> Larry, of course. Very yeah. tall. I, okay, the story I just told about the guy from Salt and Pepper concert, I actually forgot that we were ever together. It was just like the, like, maybe last year. I was, like, on my phone looking at my little black book, 
and was like, I know I'm missing somebody. Like, someone in this timeline is missing. And it, like, took me a good solid month. And then I had a dream. And I woke up at, like, 2 a.m. And I was like, Larry! I forgot about Larry! And I added him. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I did forget one. I thought I felt so bad. I try and forget a lot of them. But it's fine. There's there's the most important ones to me. Yeah. Um, not that I, like, just do it for the sake of doing it. And my number is not super high, but at the same time... Do you want to give exact numbers? No, never. I'm never going to disclose that. No one knows my exact number. Do you even know your exact number? Yes, but you don't know it. Why not? Because I'll never tell anyone. I'm going to the grave with it. That's so rude to me. Okay. Sorry. Well, you know how many I have. I know, but I don't want to ever give out my number. No one's got it. Oh, that's so mean. Sorry. It's probably only like four. It's <laughs> and you're lying the whole time. Oh, totally. Because I make up this rom-com bullshit just on my spare you time. You are a, like a blogger, writer, extraordinaire. So. Oh, you're so, so kind. But no. No. <sighs> no. That's so mean. But there are certainly a people. No, there's certain people. A 10 gap. No, I'm like, not going to. We're not 10 even. 10 to 20? Just shut up. <laughs> yes. There are certainly people that I have higher on the list than others. Ones that I will remember a lot more. Oh, 100%. Like boyfriends being a big one. Mm, can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> but I also haven't had a huge number of actual boyfriends. Like for me to be in a relationship with somebody, it's very different than me to just like, you know, the whole you know, one and done I situation. Have, like, I mean, like, I've set my bar pretty low recently just to, like, go out and have dates. And I don't like any of them will ever listen to this, but I also believe in giving, like, people chances until, like, they give you a reason not to, like, continue, which has, like, been happening to me. But, like, the people that I am attracted to right now, I put in all the fucking effort. So it's like... Mm. I could have sex all the time. It's just, like, they don't get back to me. So I'm just, like, obviously they don't care. Yeah. Like, the one guy I went to his house a couple times, and we, like, listened to Taylor Swift, and we watched movies the second night. Like, I was in his space, and everyone's like, you should have just made the first move. And I was like, again, I don't like making, like, first moves and someone out to space. Like, he was very, like, in the corner of the couch, and I was on the opposite end of the couch, and then, like, I was, like, scooching in the middle. But, like, he could have done the same. Yeah, see, and I can't relate to that because I'm always like... Come fuck me. <laughs> I didn't say it. You did. I did. I said it. Sue me. At the same time, if I want something, I'm going to get it. True. And then I'm always like, I regret not doing, like... I don't want to regret it. I live one life. That's it. And I think that's always been my model with... Again, not being a hoe now, but being a hoe in the past, that was always my motto was like, you're going to live once. I want the stories to tell when I'm older. And you know what? Looking at my age that I am now, quite honestly, I could very easily still be a hoe at 25. And that's not a bad thing. It's because society's made it out that at 20 plus, you're supposed to have your shit together. But that was my mindset being younger was that like, this is my time to explore and to be crazy and carefree and not give a shit yeah and now i'm in a healthy happy relationship so i don't want to be a hoe but that being said i think my mindset has also been altered by the fact that everyone in society kind of deems it that once you hit 
24 as an example, you should have somewhat of a plan in I'm place. I'm dead inside. I'm 24. I have no plan for life. I don't have dead. a plan. I don't have a plan. And when I met Trevor, I did not have a plan either. Like, we met at the bar, too. He could have very easily been a ho-adjacent hookup, for sure. That's very true. That I called Larry Lasagna here in this podcast, but it ended in a different way. So. Yeah. Didn't you guys, like, meet in a bathroom line or something? No, no. We met at Ranchman's in the corner of the dance hall. And I went with my roommates this night. Are we going into the story? Yeah, because at first, like, you guys were like, let's get boys tonight. Let's go wild. And well, my one your... roommate was kind of hooking up with my other roommate. And then she was like, let's go get drunk. And I was like, oh, I want to go to ranch right, these roommates. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I was like, okay, well, I want to go to Ranchman's. And they were kind of hemming and hawing whether or not they wanted to go. And I said, I don't care if you guys come. I'm going by myself. I'm going because I don't want to be at home. I think it was Easter weekend. And I was really missing my family because it had only been a couple of... It had only been two years since I had moved from Ontario to Calgary. And I had missed quite a few family events. And my family does celebrate Easter and Christmas and things like that. So... It was Easter weekend, and I was like, I'm going to the bar. I don't care. I'm going to get drunk. I'm not even going purposely to look for guys, but I'm just going to the bar. And they were like, okay, well, we'll come. And then my one roommate DD'd. So we went. As soon as we walked through the door, we all kind of, like, scattered and went on our own thing because we weren't planning on going together. Like, we weren't in the mindset of, like, let's all go to the bar and get drunk together. It was like, no, I'm going to the bar. If you guys want to come, great. But I'm not, like, I'm going to the bar for me. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. We did end up like hanging out a little bit, but there was a lot of points in the, the night check-ins. where I doing? was standing by myself outside of the dance area. And that's when Trevor came up to me and he was just like, are you here by yourself? And I was like, no, my roommates are here somewhere. And so then we started chatting and I, I always joke with him. I was like, you, you creeper. You came up to me being young because you thought I was all by myself and you could just like sneak me away. And he's like, no. Yeah, yeah, you did, you little weirdo. But no, it was it was good. And then we exchanged numbers, and then we ended up like meeting later on the dance floor. And then we like made made out. <laughs> we made out in the middle of the dance floor because I actually physically bumped into him, and he was like, "Oh, you're like really pretty." And then we started kissing, and yeah. Then later, I went home with my roommates, and I was standing in the McDonald's. No. I wanted to go into the McDonald's beside Ranchman's, but my roommate didn't want to go in with me, so she went in with some guy. And I went to the car, and I started getting really upset because we always went to McDonald's together. Mm-hmm. And then somebody was calling me on my phone, and I looked, and I was like, I don't know this number. So I answered it, and I'm, like, upset, like, hello? They're like, hi, I want to order a large pizza pizza. And I was like, I think you have the wrong number. And then he's like, wait, is this Kenzie? And I was like, yeah and he's like it's yes it's trevor we met earlier and i was like oh yeah hi you're like i'm fine like everything's totally cool i'm only crying because i didn't get my mcdonald's five years later he knew that i was crying because i didn't get my mcdonald's because if we get drunk and we don't get mcdonald's i will cry like that and he yeah. always he regales also it. has a, experienced that in real life many 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 many, 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 many times, times. So I've also experienced that many, 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 many times. He got a preview. He got a preview. And he still called. Oh, wait. He called you back after. 
Hi, I would like to order a large. He did that on purpose. What a smooth guy. Whatever. He was a little older. He knew what he was doing. He's but like, we were both so drunk. Honestly, the only thing I remembered was that he was wearing a black t-shirt, had tattoos, and had glasses on. Oh, my God. He wore his glasses to the bar? Yeah. He um, can't see. Yeah, but he doesn't really wear his glasses. I know. And he's blind. <laughs> so when he does wear his glasses, I was like, do you wear contacts this whole time? No. No? He's just blind? Okay. He just blind. Sometimes he does wear his contacts, but usually not. I always thought he just wore contacts. Yeah. So the first night that we had actually met, outside of the bar i had i was the first person to text him and it was the next day and i was like hey i don't know if you remember me but like i'd love to go for a beer sometime and he was just like yeah what are you doing later and i was like nothing do you want to go and he's like yeah sure so he the rest is history xoxo picked picked me up in his big black truck which was kind of interesting but my roommate was like screaming at me from inside the house do not leave this house and get in that car he's gonna come to the door and i was like are you serious like this is a 1950 like i don't care i don't even remember what he looks like i was regaling my memory off of those two ding-dongs that i went you're to like the bar black with. shirt tattoos hopefully he wears black shirt and i was like what did he look like was he even good looking should i even go out with this guy like was he creepy and they were like i don't know he wasn't creepy to us but like he looked kind of cute, but I don't know. We weren't talking to him. And I was like, yeah, okay, true. So I took my chances. I went out to his truck, got in without having him come to the door like it's 1940. And although that's very nice. It is nice. Those are a if sm- it's a house, it makes sense. But if like an apartment building or something. No, it was a house. We I- lived in a big house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why did he do that? But who knows? Oh, he did come up. No, he didn't. Oh. He sat in the truck and waited for me to come down. And she was freaking out that I should make him come to the door so we can make sure he's actually not going to murder me because his truck was fully black with black tinted windows. Anyway. So I just opened the passenger door without seeing and then got Hopped in. right in. Hi, <laughs> nice to see you again. My mom's worst nightmare. And uh, yeah, when I got in, I was like thoroughly impressed with my drunk self at being, you know. You're like, I did right good last night. And we went to Hudson's and had a couple too many drinks then, too. So, And we've had um, a couple too many drinks ever since. So here we are. Here we are. Alcoholics. <laughs> five years later. Congratulations on five years. That's crazy. It is kind of nuts. So that was So it's five your five-year anniversary of not being a hoe. Yeah. You took that away from you. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we can dream. We can, you know, we can have some... Oh, I'll just tell time. everyone my stories. I don't have to actually do it. Honestly, the word reliving that goes is bringing into- back your youth. God, you're crazy. God, I feel young. No, but thinking back to the maintenance that goes into being a hoe. Holy yes. shit! Not that I don't like maintaining my appeal. No, I think it's nice when you shave your legs. You feel good, kind of thing. Like when you. Put some effort into your outfit. You look good. You feel good. Yeah. There is a very true sentiment to that statement. But that being said, when you're being a hoe, you've got to look like pristine every single night because, good Lord, that's your first impression. First three seconds. No, I, I can't do a spontaneous hookup. Like, it needs to be planned to, like, the hour. Like, I will show up at five, but I need to start getting ready at three. Remember when we were talking about getting drunk in the field and not bringing our SPF? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what I feel like going into, like, being in hoe territory. I need to have, like, 
my retinol cream and my this is <laughs> my why i never cream. had sleepovers because i had a i had a pretty good skin regime when i was younger too yeah i didn't back then so there was a lot of girls i knew that would just be like oh i don't care but i always kind of had that strict regime so i think that was also another reason why i never wanted to sleep over because i was like i don't want them to see the fact that i need to put on like fifteen thousand creams yeah oh my god this one time i think i was coming like to a guy's house after work because I was like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to drive. And then I was like, oh, like. <laughs> you could say that over the thing. We're wrapping up the pod, everybody. Last story. Last story. Anyway, I had to stop at a. Last con- call for alcohol. I did a little <laughs> whore bath in a convenience store oh, bathroom. Shit. Because yeah. I was like, I literally am coming from work. I just like did, you know, the pits. The ass, the front, the back, backwards, sideways, everywhere. Because I was like, I don't want to be, like, not fresh. I was, like, so insecure of, like, never being, like, clean or, like, smelly. Like, I always wanted to, like, go over and guys be like, oh, yeah, you smell so good. I'm like, yes, I know. I'm fresh, squeaky clean down there. You know? Anyway, that was the story. Is that a good last story to end it on? I think so. I have some more. Scotty's in Red Deer, everybody. Scotty's and Red Deer. Did a little whore bath. Don't think that's open anymore. It's open, I th- don't think it's called Scotty's anymore. Oh, yeah, okay. Anyway. The maintenance is too much, but uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us regale stories of being hoes. That was just the uh, tip of the iceberg. We're, we're holding on to the juicy details for us only. We've got some other stories. Maybe we'll dive into some more further. And when we actually get back blackout drunk and don't know what we record should that be an episode everybody where we get just like shots and shots and shots and see what happens let us know um sounds dangerous i don't think we would know how to record or no like we hit record and then we get drunk and see how far no i know but then we wouldn't be able to stop recording and then i don't know if it would actually save or not okay well let's just do an instagram live (laughs) oh shit oh we could I mean, Instagram live with Q&A, that would be a good idea. That means we'd have with to like, hire someone to <laughs> ask no. us questions. We could just get people to ask questions into the thing. Yeah, but like we need people to do that, though. Guys, if you like this podcast and you've enjoyed the show so far, send us a DM, send with, us a a DM with some questions that you have. And we would love to hear what your questions are and answer them on a live Q&A with shots or we could just like do it on here and not do it live true that too but like shots for sure shots for sure and i think we'll also do another podcast where we uh smoke a little bit of marijuana smoke the ganja a little ganja stronger and just have a little bit of a laughy taffy time it might just be us giggling for an hour straight but like we just want to have fun with this and not be serious yeah no it's meant to be fun and i know we we've we joked about the idea of like passing out business cards for people to listen to us but like we might actually start doing that so yeah and now we're like the first episode they listen to is us like smoking weed or something <laughs> Cheech and chong oh my god that'll be the title of the episode duh Da, From one hoe da, to another hoe to the hoes of the world. Da, this was episode da, nine. Da, Goodbye. Da, Good night da, and thank you. Da, 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 da.